Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Welcome back to the Dreamcast. In today's episode, I am interviewing Kate Butler. Kate received her degree in mass communication and interpersonal communication studies from Townsend University in Maryland. After 10 years in the corporate world, Kate decided it was time to go into business for herself. Over the past few years, she has become a number one best-selling author, a certified professional success coach and international speaker. She has been featured on HBO and in the Huffington Post, as well as many other news and radio platforms. She recently had the honor of being featured in Jack Canfield's newest release, Living the Success Principles, and so enjoys sharing the speaking stage with him. She has written several children's books that have received the prestigious Mom's Choice Award for Excellence, the Reader's Favorite International Book Award, and have been endorsed by popular children's brands such as Kidorable and the Garden State Discovery Museum. Kate's passion is intuitively coaching her clients through their own transformations and breakthroughs so that they can identify their life's mission and begin living on their highest path. Kate accomplishes this through her books, one-on-one, and group coaching work and live events. Her mission is to guide people to step into their light and ignite their life. I'm excited for you to learn from her and hear her story, so let's get into the episode. Hi, Kate. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, I am really excited to have you on today because when we first met at Train the Trainer with Jack Canfield, you were somebody who stood out to me immediately. For example, you walk in a room and you just radiate and you caught my attention out of all of the two to 300 people who were there. I was interested in getting to know you. And then months later, you were introduced in our mastermind group. And it's been such a pleasure to get to know you a bit on a, on a more deeper level, level over the past few months. And so I know that you have had a lot of changes, transformations in your own life. And I'm excited for our listeners to get to know you a little bit. So why don't you start by sharing a bit of your story? Um. So, well, what brought me to Jack Canfield, um, so I'll begin there with where we met, because that seems like a good starting point based on your introduction. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for your warm words. Um, uh, That's so nice to hear, um, you know, that when we met, um, that that presence was exuding from me uh, because I was actually in a very big transition period during the time that I began to work with Jack Canfield. So, um, you know, I'm somebody, someone who was in corporate America for a very long time and had a lot of success in corporate America. Um, but somewhere along the way, it just, um, it didn't seem like the right fit for me anymore. So, um, my shift began when I started to have children. Um, and with my first daughter, I thought I wanted to be a stay at home mom. So I kind of left corporate America and I thought that I would just stay home. And the people that knew me best said, you're going to be bored out of your mind in a month. And it it wasn't a month exactly, but it did probably take four or five months before I started to say, 
um, okay, like I love this, but I also would love to have another outlet for me. Um, and so I actually started my own staffing and recruiting company at that time because that was what I was doing in corporate America. So that just seemed like a very natural segue for me um, into becoming an entrepreneur and starting my own company. Um, that company is very successful. Um, you know, every year we, since year one, we turned a profit and just increased ever since from there. Um, you know, so it would have been a really easy place for me to stay. But a few years into that, I realized this is not lighting me up. This is not um, <clears throat> something I'm passionate about. And it was easy for me, um, but it was not something that, um, you know, I was jumping out of bed to do every morning. Um, and so that was right around the time that I actually, um, through my friend, Dina Proctor, um, she is the author of the book, Madly Chasing Peace, which is a phenomenal book. Um, she invited me to go to a women's retreat. And at that point in my life, I'd never been to anything like that. I was like, I don't feel like that is for me. Like, I don't want to sit around with a bunch of women and like write in my journal and like sing songs around a fire. Like I thought it was totally weird. And I was like, I just don't think so. And she's like, I really think that based on what you are say, saying that you're going through right now, I really think that this would be a great thing for you. So I was like resisting it uh, intensely, <laughs> but I kept coming back to this email and time after time after time, I would come back to it, come back to it. I would read through it. I would read through it. And every time I'd shut it down and say, no, 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 I can't do that. That's not me. I can't possibly do that. But for as many times as I came back to it and pulled it back up, I, I thought to myself, something is pulling me here. Something is driving me to continue to explore this. And, um, and so I ended up going and it was there that I knew nothing about it. Really. Uh, I didn't know who Patty Aubrey was when I got there. Everyone was talking about Jack, like this first name person, like Oprah. And I'm like, who is Jack? Like, I have no idea. Then they're like, Jack Canfield. I'm like, who is Jack Canfield? Like, I don't even know who that is. So they said chicken soup for the soul. I said, okay, I read those books in college. Now, now I'm on, now I'm on it. Right. So, so that's kind of what introduced me to this whole world. And during that retreat, um, we did a lot of mindset work, which um, I had always dabbled in, but I had never really in, like fully embraced and integrated into my life. Um, and through those, um, through the the journey of that retreat um, and the time I spent with Patty, you know, we really dove very deep, um, and there was so many beautiful things uncovered during that retreat. And, you know, Patty had said to me during that retreat, she said, you know, it, this is all possible and I'm going to help you do it. I'm going to help you get there. Um, and I just thought to myself, well, that's really sweet of her to say, but like, come on now. Right. So, and it was the first time in my life as an adult, you know, with the, you know, resources and the time and, and the option, right? Because as a child, you're like, oh, like I could fulfill any dream, but you still have to go to school, right? Or, oh, I really want to do that. But you like, you still obviously are, you know, um, you know, to some extent, I have to rely on other people because of money and, and, you know, driving even sometimes depending on your age and things like that, right? So this was the first time in my life where I was in a place in my life where, I really started to believe that all things were possible, right? Just like I did when I was a kid, but now I had the complete control and power to actually do something about it. Um, and so that was the time that I really started to change direction of my life. And um, through the coaching of both Patty and Jack, 
um, you know, she actually asked me to come, come out to Arizona, um, which I, I believe is where you and I um, also ran into each other. Um, so I went out to Arizona to meet Jack a couple of months later and then returned um, periodically um, during his events in Arizona to learn more and more and more from him. Um, and through their coaching, um, you know, I was able to go on to publish my first book, which um, Jack thankfully endorsed. So it became very successful very quickly. Um, and it was a children's book because during this transformation, I thought to myself, um, well, this is amazing. And I'm sure that some people out there listening can relate. You know, once you go through this transformation and you almost like discover, you know, these, these things that, um, are making you feel like you're happier than you've ever been. And you understand what peace is finally, like from the inside out, like true peace within you, or you achieve some level of great success in your life. It's like, you want to shout it from the rooftops. You, you want to tell everyone, you know, about it. You, you know, you want to share all of, you know, these hidden secrets with the world. And, and I felt the same way, but it was most important to me to share them with my kids. Um, cause I had two little girls at the time and I thought, you know, I want them to know these principles and, and these mindset tools and techniques early on, right. So that they are equipped <laughs> with this information, you know, from day one. Um, and that this is their way of thinking and they don't have to learn how to think this way. Um, and so that's how I actually started to write and become an author. And the people that were buying my books were moms. Um, and I would have a lot of moms reach out to me and say, you know, I feel like I'm getting a lot more out of this book than, than my kids are. I mean, they love it because it's fun and there's a hidden ladybug on every page and all that fun stuff, right? They said, but there's some really, you know, deep messages in this book, some really powerful things. Um, and I said, yeah, I did that purposely. I wanted this to be a book that you, you know, that both, you know, parent and child could really go to and, and gain value from. And so uh, I had so many moms reach out to me as a result of the books being written that way that uh, they actually said, do you teach adults this kind of thing? Um, and that's where my coaching practice actually stemmed from. It grew very organically. Um, and it, and it grew as a result of, uh, my readers asking me, you know, if this was something I would teach them more of. Um, so I started coaching and doing events and retreats. Um, and that eventually led me, um, to also want to share other people's stories, right? Because as I mentioned earlier, well, once you have this transformation, once you have shifted your life, once you are living in alignment, you want everyone else to live there too. Um, and so this is what my, my clients were also finding, you know, through our work together, they were coming into alignment with their true life purpose and their true, you know, soul mission. And they wanted to share this with the world. Um, and so that is what led me to the book series that I'm currently working on. And our third book is actually completed in that series. Um, and we'll launch in March, at the end of March, on March 27th. So we have Women Who Ignite, which is the first book, Women Who Inspire, which is the second book, and Women Who Influence, which is the third book. And these all stemmed from clients of mine who had these amazing triumphs or transitions or journey moments in their life, and they really desired to get these messages out in a bigger way 
to share them with the world in the event that they could inspire one person or help one person or, you know, um, you know, touch one person's soul to, you know, really have them live their life to the fullest. Um, and that kind of brings us to where we are today. So, so that is my story in a nutshell. That's amazing. How many years has it been since that retreat? Five years. Five years. So a lot has happened in the last five years. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Patty Aubrey works alongside Jack Canfield and partnered with him. Basically, I don't know if he was, she was his secretary or she was his right hand man or whatever, but she was really a part of the chicken soup for the soul success and then continued to work alongside Jack. And so certainly Jack is profound in his wisdom and knowledge, but Patty has been there every single step of the way. And she herself is full of wisdom and knowledge. And I love that she's doing her own retreats to really give back and teach the world. Uh, So I want to ask you a question because I think a lot of people are in that place where they don't really like where they are, but they don't know what to do next yet. They have this prompting. And for you, you didn't know the retreat was something that would benefit you or if you would really even like it or connect with it, but it kept getting brought up. Tell me a bit about how you grew the skill of listening or saying yes or taking steps in that direction. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So I'll just go go back quickly um, just to to bring it full circle. So one of Patty's Patty's favorite stories of mine um, is a story that she wrote that says from secretary to CEO. So this goes in line with what you just asked me, <clears throat> excuse me, because Patty had a hunch, um, which was to answer an ad in the newspaper of someone looking for a secretary. And she answered that ad and she showed up to Jack Hanfield's office. Um, and that is actually how she got the job as his secretary. Um, and she worked for him as his assistant or his secretary at that time, as they would call it. Um, and she just did, went above and beyond in in every way possible. Um, you know, she was the person like knocking on doors, you know, selling chicken soup for the soul. Um, you know, she was the person making, you know, calls to all of those publishers. And those of you probably know, um, they got rejected 144 times from publishers before chicken soup for the soul got a publishing deal and someone actually said yes. Um, and so she was the person, um, the only person that was working with him during that time. Of course, Mark Victor Hansen was his partner and things of that nature. But, um, you know, behind the scenes, she was the one the doing all of this legwork. Um, and so as a result of all of her ideas and the, the strategy that she brought to the table and, you know, just, um, you know, her uh, perseverance, really, um, she began to work her way up through the organization because then they began to grow as a team um, as they became more successful as a company and things of this nature. So she began to work her way up until finally she was the president of Jack Canfield's companies. So literally she went from secretary to CEO. So I think that's a really cool story also on following a hunch and so many other lessons in there as well. Um, you know, and so, you know, there, I have a really specific way of how to honor those things. I mean, in the beginning, I think they kind of hit me in the face, if, if you want me to be quite honest, you know, before we really know how to look for those signs or we're acknowledging those signs, um, a lot of times they will just really kind of 
just not let us go. Like that email wouldn't let me go, right? Um, I kept coming back to it, kept coming back to it, kept coming back to it. Sure, I could have just deleted it and put it away. And I'm sure that there are many things I have done like that in my life that I've deleted it and I've missed big opportunities. But I was in a point of desperation at that point in my life. I was really looking for an answer. And because I was looking, I still wasn't, you know, aware enough at that time in my life to just come back to the email once or twice and say, yes, this is for me. I had to come back to it, you know, 15 or 20 times before I finally got the message. Right. So, um, but because I was in that point of searching, I think that there was something inside of me that just kind of wouldn't let that go. And it allowed me to, to really move forward with that, that decision. Um, and what I learned as a result of that one thing, and then all the things that transpired at the retreat, and then all the things that transpired in a very short period of time within a couple of months of me working with Jack and Patty, um, was to really honor and recognize the miracles. And so I'll go on to publish my seventh book this month, excuse me, this quarter, March. Um, and the third book that I published, um, is actually a guidebook. Um, and it's a guidebook that helps you um, work through all of the main principles that lead you to that soul alignment that we're talking about. And one of these main things that you that is kind of in this workbook, if you will, um, is the it's called Winks and Whispers, and it's a whole section that takes you through how to recognize, you know, those um, God winks, right. And the whispers from the universe, um, which I believe is, is exactly what that email was. It was a whisper from the universe saying like, this is for you. This is for you. This is for you. This is for you. And eventually I got quiet enough to listen. Um, and so when we honor those things, when we write those things down, when we acknowledge that that miracle showed up in our life, whether it be that you saw a rainbow that day, whether it be that, there was a little ladybug on your car. Um, you know, so these dandelion wishes are part of my sign. Um, I see that I live in, uh, the Northeast, um, which is obviously very cold in the winter. I think it was negative four, um, last weekend when I hosted a retreat, all time breaking low. How exciting. <laughs> and, um, the point of me sharing that is that clearly there's nothing growing, here in this area when it's negative four degrees outside. But sure enough, I get in my car after the retreat and I have a little piece of a dandelion sitting on my dashboard, right? And it's, I have a picture of it. And I always take pictures of these things because I'm like, I, I could show you. <laughs> I promise I'm not making it up. And it's like, where did it come from, right? So I know where it, come, it came from because it was a sign from the universe after I hosted a women's retreat all weekend. Um, that was letting me know this is exactly where you should be. This is exactly what you should be doing. You are on track, right? And so I am aware and I wrote it down and I honored it and I gave gratitude for the universe letting me know that I was on the right track, right? Giving me that affirmation that day. And because I am able to recognize them, be aware of them, give gratitude for them, and they come in more and more and more and more each day. Um, and then the other piece of that, in order to be aware enough to see, you know, and recognize these things is, is to become still, right? And so how often are we, you know, really taking a step back from our super busy lives, right? Um, you know, I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old and they're in a bunch of activities and I run multiple businesses and, you know, on top of that, you know, like I'm still a wife and, you know, a mom and trying to keep the house straight. 
And, you know, things are busy. They don't slow down. They don't get easier. They just continue to build up, right? Um, and so how often in these busy, busy times are we taking time during each day to be quiet and silent and still? That's the biggest thing, to just be still and reflect and then allow in whatever messages, right, um, need to be reaching you that day or to be intentional about our vibrational match that day, right? So what are you putting out there to say, you know, uh, today I am a vibrational match for miracles, right? Our I am statements are our most powerful statements that we make to the universe. So if we're not sure what they are, then that means that what my kindergarten will, will tell us, you get what you get and you don't get upset, right? Because we're not being um, proactive about choosing our thoughts or choosing our I am statements, but every statement that you think is an I am statement to the universe. But if we consciously choose those I am statements, if we make it a point every single day that when we wake up, we say today, I am today, I am a being of peace today. I am a vibrational match for miracles, right? Today I'm a vibrational match for my next million dollar opportunity, right? Whatever your goals are. Sometimes it's happiness, sometimes it's peace, sometimes it's money. Um, it doesn't matter. It's all energy, all of it, okay? Um, but, you know, how often are we really being conscious about that? But that only comes from that place of really being still and silent and reflective so that we can actually really get to that place. Um, you know, so those are some ways that I have learned, you know, over the, the past five years specifically um, to really stay in that place of alignment and be able to then recognize, you know, those, those winks and whispers from the universe. Absolutely. I love that. And I think that, I mean, I don't want to necessarily say it's a muscle you grow, but it's like a ear that gets bigger or something about it. Once you, once you trust your gut and you trust that intuition and you say yes, even though you don't understand it and it doesn't make sense and you see the fruit that comes from that, you're more apt to listen again and listen again and be still. And I now years into this have realized like my only job is to stay in alignment because when I am and my ears are wide open and my heart is wide open, everything typically figures itself out. Now, I know the last five years have not been like a straight line to success. I'm sure you've had ups and downs along the way. So what would you say has been your biggest hurdle growing your entrepreneurial uh, venture? Um, my, well, growing my entre entrepreneurial, that's a tongue twister, adventure. Um, let's see. Uh, I would say the main thing from a business standpoint has been, um, my ability to trust, um, that a team will, um, be able to hold my dream as sacred as I do. So with my other business, I was staffing and recruiting. I was like, all right, come on. Who wants to, who wants to work here? I, it was fine because it wasn't my dream. Like I, it was a, it was a way of making money. Um, and I was completely fine to have 
a team literally all over, you know, the United States. People worked virtually. I had no problem delegating, you know, I and releasing things, letting it go. It, it was not, not an issue. So it was not, never something that I was aware of or that I worked on because it had never been an issue in my past experience of being a business owner or even when I worked in corporate as a manager, VP or anything like that. I was fine with delegating. But when it came time to understand that my dream was actually becoming a business, right? So I had no idea that when I, had re- when I wrote my first children's book that I would then go on to own a publishing company. I-, I didn't know that it would translate into that, right? I also didn't know that when I wrote a book that I would start a coaching company, you know, and that it would translate into that. And so as I saw this growing into a business, but this was also my passion, my heart, my dream, my soul, like, I'm like, oh my goodness, like no one could ever treat this as sacred as I do. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of trouble. And to be quite honest, I still do. I still struggle with that on some level. It's something that I will continuously work on. I feel like, you know, I'm a baby in business right now. I still have a lot to learn. Um, you know, my businesses are extremely successful. Um, you know, we grow by leaps and bounds every single year. We have beautiful, beautiful opportunities coming to us all of the time. Um, you know, and slowly I, you know, am learning, you know, to delegate and to lean more on people because without them, I can't accept these beautiful opportunities that are coming my way, right? Without people that can help facilitate and, um, you know, keep things in line and, and keep things on track. There is no way that I can possibly expand into the places that I should be. Um, and I cannot say yes to all of these beautiful opportunities that are coming our way. And so that has been the biggest learning lesson for me. I still, uh, we, I think we will always still continue to grow and learn in our business. And I welcome that and I'm open to that. Um, you know, but that was, that was definitely the biggest learning lesson for me. Yeah, absolutely. It is interesting when you're working with people and you're like, how come this isn't as important to you as it is to me? Like this is, you want to shout it from the rooftops and this is going to change the world. And, um, but there comes a time where we get to transfer that belief into either employees or contract workers and really kind of link arms with them. Mm -hmm. And I know that when that happens, um, we're able to impact more people. So that's a definite learning curve for a lot of us who are working within our passion. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you say has been um, a, like your biggest aha moment or blessing along this journey? Oh, so many. Goodness. Um, my biggest aha moment was uh, right before Women Who Influence, or excuse me, Women Who Ignite, which was the first book in the series. Right before that actually launched, I had women all over the world reaching out to me privately online um, via social media, asking me when was the next book coming out and could they be a part of it? And I had never even intended for it to be a series. I just thought I have so many people asking how to write a book, how to become a best-selling author, how to share their story with the world. I just figured, look, I'll have a collaboration book. Uh, these, my clients will have their dream of becoming an author come true. Um, and it'll be a beautiful thing, right? For everyone. And never even thought past that, to be quite honest. Um, and because that was a big undertaking for me at the time. That was a big project for me. Up until then, it had just been, you know, my books, my story. You know, I would work with my team. So here I was expanding, um, you know, into all of these other, you know, stories and women and clients. And, and you know, and that was 
that was a big goal. Um, and when I started to receive those message messages, I went, Oh my gosh, like this is, this is a movement. It's not just a book. Like this is a movement of women really wanting to share their stories with the world to create this positive ripple effect, you know, around the globe. Um, and my aha moment was the power behind the collaboration. That was my biggest aha moment because I had had success. I mean, all of my books are number one best-selling books. You know, my first book stayed on the Amazon best-selling charts for over a hundred weeks straight. Like I was no stranger to success with my books. But what happened when 20 women or 30 women came together with the same goal, with the same similar intentions, um, you know, combining resources and talents and ideas and strategies, what happened from that place blew my mind. And it has been off the charts ever since. I mean, we're already booking into our fourth book, Women Who Impact, and we have no plans to stop anytime soon. We have like the next three titles after that already chosen. Um, so that really was the biggest aha moment for me is that you don't have to do this alone, that you can join forces with like-minded people. Um, and in my case, it has been better as a result of joining forces with like-minded people, because the power behind that has just been absolutely extraordinary. Mm, I love that. I love that. Um, I want to shift gears for just a minute because you mentioned your first book was a children's book. And I do agree that children's books often are also lessons for the parent, right? Because they're the ones reading the books. Um, but a lot of our listeners are parents. How do you teach mindset, personal development, alignment, discussions with kids? Pretty much the same way you do to an adult. <laughs> there is not a big difference. I'll be honest with you about that. I do a lot of the exercises that I do at my events and retreats with my children or with when I go to schools, I do a lot of author readings. I will do the same exercises with them as well. And it all translates because I'll be perfectly honest with you. We do not give our children enough credit. We do not, um, you know, uh, give our children, um, <laughs> uh, we underestimate them. I think a majority of the time, if I'm being completely honest, um, I switched schools for my children this year because I didn't feel like they were just getting enough, um, of a holistic approach at their traditional school. So we switched them and my kindergartner came, my five-year-old came home in October. So maybe just two months in school. Um, and she just started singing this song very nonchalantly. And she went on to sing every single president in order, first and last name. And not only did she know the, the name of the presidents in order, all the way through, but she know she knew where they lived, what they were from, and she knew uh, basically one fact for almost every single president at that time. And I went, holy moly! Like they are so expansive. They are as such sponges. They are capable of processing and understanding so much more than than we um, really allow them to. Um, so my answer to that is pretty much the same way. If you teach 
our, the children these ideas, if you teach them these principles, if you teach them these philosophies, they will understand it. This is the core of who we are. This is natural to us. This is a law, you know, just like, you know, gravity, um, you know, that that's the, the most common example is like, you know, it's just like, uh, it's just like that. It's so natural to us. It's just the way that we live. So whether we understand it or not, it is always happening, right? The law of attraction, obviously, is what I'm referring to. Um, and so when I speak to my children, I talk to them specifically about language, right? Um, and I show my children, you know, in, in demonstration in life, you know, like when you talk this way, these things are going to come back to you. And when you speak this way, look what ends up happening in your life, right? Children are not they are not um, shut off from the law of attraction. They can also test the things in their own life. You know, we do experiments where they don't want to get rid of their toys and give them the goodwill, even though we have an abundance, right? So we say, look, if you give them away, more will come back to you. And it's actually really interesting because every time we do this, the first time we did it, we gave the toys away. Two days later, we get a knock on the door. It's the UPS truck. And it's a surprise package for my girls. And one of my friends had sent them a gift, right? Each of them this gift. It was totally unexpected. It wasn't their birthday. It wasn't a holiday. And they were like, oh my gosh, we just gave all, all these toys away. And then look, we actually got something back in return. And that was the beginning of it for them. They were so young at that time, but they actually got it. And it happens that way every time since. It happens with us as adults and it happens for the children as well, right? They're not exempt from it. Um, so it really is the same. It's really very, very similar. That's awesome. Yeah. I think when I talked to my boys about this, we did a, a dream board for the new year and I said to Owen, you know, what are some things you want to learn this year? What are some goals that you have? Who do you want to be? And we talked about it together and I told him what my goals were and what I was looking for. And then I told him my word for the year, which is greater. And basically the reason for that is because I believe we were made for greater things than these. And I'm keeping my eyes and ears open to experiencing miracles all year long. And the other day he ran up to me and he goes, mom, I just had a miracle. And I said, what happened? And he said, I was playing Plants and Zombies, which is a video game. Mm. And he said, I really wanted this one character. And then it unlocked. It yeah. was a miracle. <laughs> and I just I thought, the fact that he's using those words and he's exactly. noticing it and he's yeah. seeing it. Like, yeah. sure, it's a video game. But it was so yeah. cool to me that just that one little exercise we did on New Year's Eve that well, it lasted maybe a half hour, hour. Yep. But but he, he saw it. He learned it. Yes. He's experiencing it. And it's something we can just continue to develop. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a cool example. In <laughs> their life, that's what it is for them right now. That's exactly. Not- exactly. So what's your next big goal? So the next project that we're working on um, is Women Who Impact. Um, And so we're currently interviewing um, and accepting conversations with authors um, who desire to be a part of that book. Um, So that's the next project that we're working on. And um, it's really interesting what's happening uh, right now in in my life. Um, and, And I'm curious to see if you can relate to this also. But you know, things are happening at, at a rapid, rapid speed. So it's like, 
<laughs> when I set a big vision, like for my entire life, five years ago, everything ended up happening in the like first two years. And I, and I went through a phase where I was like, what do I do now? Like, honestly, what do I do? Because all of the things that I had put on there, I practically, I mean, I'm not every single little tiny thing, but the big thing, like I wanted to keynote with Jack Canfield. I wanted to keynote with other thought leaders and I ended up keynoting with Marianne Williamson. I wanted to, you know, host my own big events and, um, you know, I wanted to, you know, become a number one bestselling author and I wanted to publish more than one book. Like all, I thought these were like really big goals, right? That were going to take me years to even come close, right? To achieving. And within like two or three years, every single thing was popping off of the list. Um, you know, so now, um, you know, I, I really, I, I put it out there and I generally, it's, you know, it's usually happening within 90 days. It's really unbelievable how, how it's working. One of my big visions that was next for me was hosting, um, luxury retreats around the world. And I, and then, I put that on New Year's and within two weeks, um, I was offered, you know, the opportunity to co-host a retreat in the South of France. Um, so that will be happening in June. I also, um, within that same time frame, was offered an opportunity to co-host a retreat in Sedona. Um, and so we'll be doing that probably around the October time frame, right? So so these are the, the next uh, big things, um, you know, that I thought were big and they seem to be happening very quickly. So I'm going to be completely honest with you and anyone listening, I need to go bigger. And that's going to be part of my work this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We call it redreaming. You like check it off and then you go, okay, I got to yeah. dig deeper. I got to think bigger. I got to go further. <laughs> when you're in alignment, it's like, it's all, and this is what, what I teach. Right. And so it's like, when we teach it, it becomes just even more, um, you know, tangible in our, in our life, I believe, as long as you're obviously doing the work that, that you're teaching, which I hope everyone out there is. Um, but you know, so all of the things are always waiting for us, you know, all the resources, all of the people, all of the opportunities, like all of the things that we need are always within arm's reach. So it's just really a matter of whether you're in that vibrational match to allow that thing to come to you, right? So the more you remain in alignment, the more things are just happening at lightning speed because they're always there anyway. It's just a matter of whether you're the vibrational match for it at that moment, right? Um, and so when we question ourselves, when we believe it's not possible, when we think it's going to take, you know, 10 years, um, you know, even though I thought it was going to take longer in the work that I was doing every day was I was bringing it to me, like in my journal, I was bringing it to me every single day. So when I first put it up, I was like, oh, so probably take you know, five or 10 years, that's what everyone told me it would take. But in, in my actual daily work, I was just saying like, I'm ready for this today. And then sure enough, it all happened in a very short period of time. Um, and so, yeah, so it's very interesting to see what begins to happen when you remain in that alignment. And I'm, I am okay. Um, with not having like this big, huge thing that's like a 10 or a 20 year goal. Like I'm okay with that right now because the projects that I'm working on, you know, over the next year or, you know, two or three, they're so meaningful to me. I feel like they are going to be really big game changers, not just for me and for the people that are, that I have the honor of working with, but the work that my clients are doing, um, is changing the world. Right. And so I am, I am okay um, with it being a little bit more short-sighted at this time because of the massive impact that I know it's going to make. So that's kind of, kind of where I'm at. 
Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So who are your current mentors? Who influences you? Well, um, Patty Aubrey is still one of my closest mentors. Um, I have the honor of actually partnering with her now. Um, we are hosting a mastermind, um, a year long mastermind. And that's something that, that we love to do. Um, and we also are in, in the talks of joining forces on a book. So that's a very exciting as well. Um, but she is someone that I look up to. She's a mentor to me. Um, you know, and she's been a phenomenal teacher. Um, Jack obviously is still a mentor whenever I can be in his space. It is just, um, extremely enlightening. He just has that personality that is just, um, well, it's not even a personality. It's really more of an energy, I would say, right. Where you can learn just by, you know, being in, in his space. Um, and so these are the people that I have learned the most from in the most genuine and authentic way. Um, I have had other coaches in the, over the past five years, I've been to other events over the past five years. Um, and I don't think that anyone has, um, you know, there's no, I don't want to say anything negative, but I, I, what I will say is that being in the Canfield world is just such a drastic difference than any other world I've been a part of. Um, that regardless of where I go to learn elsewhere, I always end up coming back to the Canfield group because um, it is all encompassing to me the best expansion of myself and also allows me to really step into the best version of myself that I can possibly be. They really hold the space for that. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. do. You do. You learn a lot just by being around somebody who, number one, has taught this type of material for decades, but has experienced it for decades as well. There's just a centering, a peace, a joy, uh, and then like a love that exudes out of them. Mm -hmm. So one last question, how can our listeners find more of you? So Facebook is my chosen form of social media. Um, so Kate Butler books on Facebook, um, my personal page, Kate Butler, um, I post a, a ton of stuff on there as well. So following me there, um, you know, is always a great way to connect. Um, and then my website, katebutlercoaching.com. A lot of the resources that we talked about today, as far as, um, you know, different techniques, um, to stay aligned and, uh, stay in that, um, intentional vibration, uh, can be found on the homepage of my website, um, by joining, you know, all my free resources, um, you know, you'll get a variety of different things sent out to you that will help keep you in alignment, like guided meditations, um, parts of that guidebook that I spoke about, um, you know, worksheets and things of that nature. So that, you know, really helps people get them into a place of, um, you know, being open to all that is possible for them. Awesome. And before we end today, um, I've got, well, one, two more questions. The first one is, <clears throat> is there anything that we missed that you want that's kind of burning in your, in your belly that you want to make sure we add? Well, um, not necessarily burning, but what I would say, if there's anyone out there that, you know, is, has ever thought of writing a book, who has ever thought of becoming an author or who has a story that they desire to share in a bigger way that is going to help other women, 
Um, it, I would really be interested in connecting uh, with that person uh, because we are always looking for impactful stories um, that are going to serve our audience and, and really serve women all over the globe. Our authors are from a variety of different countries. Um, and so we are always looking for, you know, really inspirational stories that will continue to help women be the best versions of themselves that they can be. Um, so we can drop the link below on how to connect with me on that. Um, but, but that's something I would definitely offer to anyone who's listening, who has ever dreamed of writing a book or becoming a bestselling author. I would love to, um, you know, chat with you about, you know, this book series being the vehicle to make that happen. Awesome. Well, and if you're listening and you have that little inkling, that urge that we talked about earlier, it might be your chance to listen and to say yes, even if you don't understand it or if it's a little bit scary, uh, that's a-okay because you'll see that often the biggest blessings come right outside that comfort zone. So one last question to end our chat today, Kate. You've talked a little bit about staying in alignment, listening, and fulfilling your soul purpose, what would you say your soul purpose or life mission is? My soul's purpose, um, is to provide the, the, the space, um, the resources, the information, the tools to other women to help them come in alignment with their life purpose. And then also helping them to fulfill that purpose, um, to their highest vision. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And if you are interested in learning more, connecting with Kate, you will see all the links in the show notes or the description box below. Thank you to our listeners and remember to dream big. 